Blog Talk Radio. Are you ready to awaken to the truth of your soul? Welcome to today's episode of the Nadia Khalil Morning Show with your host, Nadia Khalil. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to today's show. Today is Valentine's Day. All the build-up, and we are here. And out of all the days in Southern California, we are having a huge rainstorm. Like, probably the, today's the heaviest rain of all the days it has been raining today. So um, go figure. But I'm thinking on Thursday, I know it's Valentine's Day, and some people will go out, but everybody's working and rain and traffic, probably the weekend. Maybe last weekend it happened, maybe this coming weekend. But happy Valentine's Day. I love this holiday because we talk about love all the time. Everything we talk about, even our dreams, go back to love, to injured love, to healing love. It just goes on and on. But every single thing we do at the end of the day goes back to love. And so if we ever wonder why we're not happy at times, a lot of that has to do with us feeling far away from love from being loved, from feeling loved, from wanting love, from not getting love, how people loved us. It just goes on and on. So it's an amazing day. I hope everyone just tells the people around them that they love, that they love them. I know. Not just for partner. So here we go. I have three dreams today. So I want to hit them fast because sometimes I just run out of time. But my first dream is from Ireland, from Chris. And he says, I had a short dream that I was taking food out of a bin and a man in uniform appeared behind me and said, you know who I am. And then a big, long limousine pulled up and stopped. That's it. Thank you. That dream is a dream to go from rags to riches type of dream. Think about that. That's a rags to riches. A meeting out of a bin and taking food out of a bin to a man in uniform. At first, I thought it was going to be a police officer, but then a limo stops and pulls you up. That's the rags to riches dream. And all that dream is doing for you is to tell you this passion. If you love music, stay with music. There's so many things we do that give us freedom, emotional freedom. If you sing, if you paint, if you make film, if you love raising your children, if you love animals, you take care of your dog, if you love your job a lot, whatever it is we do, if we find that place while we're doing it that opens us up and makes us feel alive because it's one thing to be alive and it's another thing to feel alive that is not the thing that should be on your list that's the thing that should be first on your list that every single day somehow you touch it let's say you don't have time to sit down and pull out your guitar and sing a whole song but maybe you could write one or lyrics to one, or a little music, or something you hear that you can listen to. Stay close to the things you love. 
Like, I love to cook. I absolutely love to cook. My happiest days are when I have all my ingredients, I'm in the kitchen, and I can just go for the whole day and make a full dinner. And at the end of it all, I love having silver for dinner. And we get to just sit and enjoy, but it's all the love in the food. But bigger than that, let's say I'm not home and I can't cook and I'm out, I'm in another city or I'm going to be speaking or I'm going to do this. I go to places that are small where the chef cooks or to places that have at least organic food or something like that. But I find a tie-in feel the love behind the food I'm eating because that's always been important to me for whatever reason. It just has been. And that's just saying, hey, you know what? You could be pulling food out of a bin one minute and you could be fine the next. You're on track. It's an interesting thing because sometimes we have to take jobs that we're not crazy about to be able to do the things we love. I've done that too. And I ended up loving my job. But I knew that I can only put my time, which I don't have too much of, none of us do, in one place at a time when it comes to that kind of passion and love. Interesting. But thank you, Chris, for your dream. It was actually a pretty good one. So I hope you enjoy it and you take something out of it. Then I have another dream from Susan in Germany. And she says, I dreamt that an angel figurine with a big heart I gave away as a gift came back to me on its own. Kind of dream. It, it reminds you that what we see in life is what we get. If we see success, like really see it, not say, I see success, so success should come. Or I see this, so that should come. No. But you really see it. You feel it in your heart that, hey, I'm happy doing this. And you take that breath of patience and you allow yourself to become what it is you want as well, then whatever you dream of, whatever you think of, whatever you want in life, it ends up showing up at your door once you know why you want it. Because we all want a lot of things. I mean, there's a lot of long lists out there of what we want. Tell us why do we want it. Why we want it is the bigger news. Why do I want a car like that? Why do I want a job like that? Why do I want to be around the people I'm around that I'm choosing, that are not family, that I've made a choice to bring into my life? And really think about, what do I love most about my job? Don't just assume it. Really let yourself think it. Well, I love the kids. 
or I love putting things together that other people can use and it makes their life easier. We just had dinner with a man in the biomedical field and he does research, has been doing research all his life about creating medical devices that make people's lives a lot easier. There are things you may never ever hear of, like the coating on a stint that goes in under your knee and how just that coating that makes it easier for it not to clog up once it's in your body got sold to another company that's going to take it and add it to one that's already been done, and then it will be ready for market in this whole process. But he loves seeing that product get out at the end of the market where people can actually use it, even though nobody will ever know who he is. But he knows what he has done, and that gives him satisfaction. And this is telling you what gives you satisfaction because that's when you know something made it all the way into your heart. And once you know why, the reason it can come back to you, which is the best part of all of this, is only because of recognition and awareness. Always been right in front of you. But if you cannot see it, because you're too busy looking for it. The truth is you have to feel it before you can see it. And once you can feel it, once you've gone through everything and say, ah, but I just, I really love doing that. What happens? Now you can see it. An amazing transformation. It's a filter that you can use for the rest of your life because now that you know what it feels like to feel that feeling, you also know what it doesn't feel like and you're able to discern between what works for you and what doesn't work for you, what's yours and what isn't yours. doesn't mean that things are good or bad. It just means if they're yours or not. It's what sounds like a very small dream, but it has a big meaning behind it. So when you ask, what does that mean? That's what it means. Standing something enough, enough to bring about recognition that it's actually in your life and awareness. And that's, there's things like love. Speaking of Valentine's Day, which is what I love about Valentine's Day is that we know what we feel. Sometimes we may not like our feelings. We may not even want our feelings about certain things. But if we address them, then we can, it's like cleaning out your mailbox. You can decide where you're going to put it in your life. Is this something I'm going to pay attention to? Is this something I need to pay attention to? Is this something I want or don't want? Is it something I need or don't need? And it goes into this mental file, and then it's done. But when we don't address our feelings, anything comes into our life because we have not created a place for stuff to go that does show up in our lives. 
We just didn't create it. So what happens? Stuff comes into our lives and every day it piles on and piles on and piles on and we feel scattered and we don't know why. We can't figure out what we're doing today because there's just overstimulation. That's it. It's time. It's time in life, all of our lives, to put aside the scatter and decide what two or three things do I need most in my life? And not only why do I need them, because that's part of it, but why do I love it is the bigger thing. And just go from there. There's days where I'm just so busy that I have to say, there's things, and I want to do this and that, and I have to make a list in the morning. And then I have to say to myself, this is not the time to do that. Like literally have to say that to myself. And sometimes out loud, like, you know what? I can only do so much in a day, and this is not the time to do that. And that has brought so much calm to my life. Just saying that. Today is not the day. I would love to do that, cannot do that today. And that's okay. Will my life go on? Yes. Will anyone know the difference? No. Will I know the difference? Yes. Will I be more calm? Yes. Will I be happier? Yes. If I'm not scatterbrained. Yesterday, I had so much coming at me that when I went to bed, I was literally like my, my body just needed to stop talking. I just needed to stop talking. And I thought, well, when I sleep, I'll finally be quiet. But then I had to come up with this rule before I slept that I have to share today that when my office doors close, it, it, it means that no one can come in. And when it's open, you can come in because I have to be able to finish a task that I started or I do get scatterbrained. It's interesting, but at least I knew. So just knowing hey, I love getting up and gardening every day. Whatever goes around from that gardening will come back to you. You will actually bear fruit or bear vegetables. Things come back to you when you can see that they have been there all along. They've never left. Love is never far away from you recognizing that it's there. It's you making an effort to look for it. Because once you look for it, you start to see what's love and what isn't love. So I hope that answered your question, Susan. I have another one. And I think, dear Nadia, I have a very short dream. If there is time, please, I would like to remain anonymous. So here we go. The other night, in the middle of the night, I opened my eyes half awake then close my eyes to carry on sleeping. Before getting into a deep sleep, I saw a little girl wearing a dress peacefully offering me a flower. Thank you. That one sentence, I I wish that I could be seeing this person face to face to say to them, what do you think 
that flower meant. Because it was a little girl. And when when you're older and a, a child comes into your dream, they're offering you a flower. A child represents innocence. And a flower, the flowers are very beautiful. I, if, if you ever stop, you're walking past me, you say, oh, they're just flowers. But if you've ever stopped to look at a flower and the inside of a flower, they are fascinating. The details in a flower, like a snowflake, the details of a snowflake, when you actually see a snowflake and you see how beautifully carved something you would never even look at because it would be too small for you to look at from far. It has to literally fall on a black coat or a colored coat for you to actually see the details of a snowflake and a flower to look inside. It's a complete complex, you can't duplicate work of perfection and love. And yet flowers represent a lot. We bring flowers to people we love. Today's a big flower day out of all the days. Flower is an offering of peace, of forgiveness, of love, of caring, of detail. And I have to tell this person that wearing a dress, little girl, innocent, wearing a dress, formal, offering a flower, peace and love and forgiveness, is the little you, that little person that you started out as, letting you know that you're okay. That no matter what you've done in your life, you are coming to terms with it and you're okay. And it's hard to feel okay. And when it comes to you in a dream, it's your deepest feeling of knowing that you are okay. And don't let the riffraff of every day get in the way of that. No matter what you've done, no matter what you're upset about for doing, no matter what you're upset about for doing, don't, don't waste your time. Don't waste your energy. Things happen the way they needed to happen for every single person around you to grow the way they needed to grow. That's why sometimes things happen in our lives and we're like, how the heck did that happen? Why did that happen? Why did we do that? Why did I react that way? And we get upset at what happened as a result of us. But bigger than that, bigger than that is the bigger picture that it had to happen for you to have to have gone through what you needed to go through and them to go through what they needed to go through. Like when people say to me, why did I get parents (laughs) that 
did this and did that. And I smile now. I used to say, yeah, why did you? But after seeing Christ, I'm like, ah, you chose them. If you can own that, which is hard to own, because now the sob story can't stick. But if you can own that, your life will change. Ownership. Your life will change big time. And even as a parent, why did this happen to my kids? What did I do wrong? Oh, I did do this wrong. Whatever it is you want to say, you can slap whatever you want over it. But that's how they needed to evolve. It doesn't take responsibility away from what we do, and it doesn't put out predestination. Because the way it happens, we do have free will choices along the way. But I will say when our free will is part of our choice and we say, I did this for this reason, whatever the reason is, you own that reason. And when you own that reason, you start to feel this growth towards your actions. When you can't own a reason, it's like stunted growth. It's like somebody who's born and then they just stop growing at five or six years old and their body doesn't change. If we could physically see it like that, we would see where we were stunted. But our body keeps growing. We grow. We look older. We look like we know a lot more than we know. And we really don't know that much. But if you can own, no, I didn't like it. Yes, I did my best. Maybe I did my best afterwards. Maybe in the beginning I thought if I just do this, it would go away, but that didn't work. Own, own, own. Anything you can own, you can face. That's why when Christ said, if you can own your own vulnerabilities, no one else can. Let's say you did do something and you weren't happy about it in life. And you dog yourself every day. I did that. I can't even be a great person because I did that. Anyone else who says to you, oh, you did that. See, everyone else says it too. Say, yeah, I did do that. Geez, that was a big lesson. I'm so glad that happened because, because that happened, it made me aware that I don't want that to happen again. And now that I've seen it happen, I know how to work around that and make things better the next time. No one has anything on you. What are they going to say that's going to hurt your feelings? Wow, you really did that. Yep, I did. Accountability. And this dream is a dream of accountability. Says, hey, you're not as bad as you keep thinking you are. Stop it. It's okay to be happy. These dreams don't just show up. And what I love about today's dreams is they're all really short. But they mean a lot. A peace offering. Imagine a peace offering in your dream. What a great dream. A rags to riches, something coming back, all about something coming back to everyone. As much as we're different, the three different dreams, three different people from three different parts of the world, and yet 
inside of us, no matter where we are at. Just like Christ said, we're all the same. Yes, we are. We're all different in experience. Yes, we are. But we're all the same again in our needs. Yes, we are. Every one of these dreams, in some way, in my mind, while I was talking about them, I could relate to them. Definitely could relate to Chris's dream. Geez, that was my life. Following a passion is not easy in our world. Because our world runs on money 24-7. And so if you want to take time out for your passion, that takes time away from making money. And either you find a way to deal with that or you squash your passion and you feel a sense of depression. Not depression like, oh, I'm so sad I'm going to die depression, but depressed. Somebody's pressing pressure on us because we cannot get to what we love. I get it. Having something I gave come back to me and me seeing it differently now. I get Susan's dream from Germany. Felt it a million times and realized that I had to dip into my own feelings to understand what it was I was asking for in life. And then this one, a peace offering in your dream. Imagine. That's your heart coming to you and saying, let's work together. We're okay. You're okay. If you're still walking, talking, breathing, sharing, helping yourselves and others, you are okay. Because if we're not used to it, it's hard for us. Like, well, what do I do now? I'm okay. Let me go find a new drama to add to my life because I don't know how to be okay. Have you ever felt that? I don't know how to be okay. You take a deep breath and sometimes we say, now what? Because when we have problems and we're used to having problems, we have this little problem slot in our lives. And I always look at it as like this empty little cubby. Consciously remember, because I had so many ins and outs with my parents trying to live my own life and trying to live life by their rules and I was literally like two people because I didn't want to upset them with the things I wanted in my life, but I needed to live my life. So I had to partner up with God and say, hey, wait a minute, they don't get this, but I want to do this and that. I want to do those things. They're not bad things, but they're bad to my culture, bad to my family. So I partnered up with God not knowing that exchanging energy with God was the best way I could have gone. And when we dream, because we have no filters in our dreams, we have no barriers, we have no stop signs, we're able to let our heart tell us, talk to us. And that part of us that touches God, that touches no veil that just has no rules starts talking to us. And look at these dreams. Things will get better. 
your your life is starting to make sense, you have a peace offering. Keep going. These are just filled with fuel of encouragement. And what a great day to have that conversation, this conversation. I wish you guys a beautiful and fun holiday. I will see you guys tomorrow on Questions Friday. Have a great Valentine's Day, a safe one if you're in L.A., and a warm one if you're on the East Coast. This has been a crazy winter, but we will see you. I will see you tomorrow. Bye-bye. You have been listening to today's Daily Dose of the Nadia Khalil Morning Show. To learn more, visit www.nadiakhalil.com.